0: what is going on guys my name is hussein and facebook is moving all their back end and their front end communication mechanisms to the quick protocol this is the article it's a very detailed i love it and uh, the way that facebook do things is, is a little bit different than other companies they, they just they they take the protocols and they implement their own versions they obviously, I, I believe they open source them. I'm not sure, but for this product, I know, I know like React is open source, uh, GraphQL is open source, you know, uh, Proxify is open source. Most of the stuff that they build off the protocol is open source, but they, they like to have control over what they build, they build it from scratch, and Quick is no difference. So, when they decided to implement Quick and quick you know it's an rfc obviously guys so in order to do that you have to actually implement it and google started that implementation a long time ago and then they deviated for their own infrastructure and then it became a standard and the standard is being morphed into google's uh implementation so google implemented it and then they re-implemented it so they form a standard facebook that did the exact same thing they are keeping track with the drafts that are being published of the quick Quick is not finalized so in this article they go through what is quick uh, what is http3 and then they go through what they did where they implemented quick specifically on the back end specifically on their reverse proxy they have their own uh, reverse proxy that they built, and uh, that reverse proxy, both on the f- front end of it, the connection acceptance now is quick and is on the back end, is also quick, which is something not all reverse proxies do. I don't believe in Gen X do quick on the back end i might be wrong but i have to double check that this is very very new and, and, and delicate right most applications when they say support quick they support it as as a front end i mean hey you can communicate through me as quick but do they support it also as a client on the back end to the back end servers that's also another another very important concept here so Facebook is very clear about that. They have both support, and they brought Quick to the application levels so of the Facebook app, the Instagram app, and all of that stuff. So, how about we jump into it and then discuss this uh, article, right? I'm gonna leave it below for for those who want to read it for themselves. But uh, I'm gonna discuss it here. And if you're listening to the podcast, uh, there is no there are no graphics or any fancy things like that. So most of our discussions are gonna be audible. So uh, what is quick, guys? Uh, quick is a protocol that is being pushed into a lower level so that it's accessible by all applications. And it was inspired by, I believe, HTTP2. Uh, the main goal of Quick is, how can I send multiple requests using a single connection in parallel? and somehow identify the responses that come back those responses belong to which request this was a problem with HTTP 1.1 1. 1. we tried to solve it with pipelining that was a disaster <laughs> but we we tried to solve with HTTP 2 on top of TCP TCP is its own thing it has remember tcp deals with packets that's it right when you send a packet you acknowledge that packet and the packets are sequenced the packets are flow controlled based on the network so the network can taste how how fast it is and send more content versus less content based on the network bandwidth so there's a lot of things stuff going on tcp was not it it put a little bit restriction on on the http broker when we move to http2 and i I talked about http2 guys check it out here so the idea is how can i send multiple things so http2 came up with the idea of streams and streams are kind of dedicated it's just nothing but packets but now the, the the headers on top of the request that i'm sending has clear identification of a stream id which is kind of translate rough to roughly one-to-one to a request id so i know each request are sent in parallel doesn't matter because if they come back they are tagged with the stream id which which tells me which request this is coming from it solves a lot of problems so that's one of them it also creates a lot of problem because of tcp right because tcp has a a head-of-line blocking problem so i'm not gonna go through it but check out my http 2 playlist really i have i talked about it many times so http 3 wanted to solve this but it's like wait a second guys why are we building this on top of tcp let's just build it on top of udp as http 3 but they say wait a second what if i don't want to use http 3 i don't i don't want the http protocol this is good stuff that you guys built you guys allowed me to send multiple requests, multiplexing. We don't have this problem. We don't. We have this problem. Everyone wants to solve it, but you're forcing me to use the HTTP protocol, which is to, to a lot of people, especially the database people, think it's an overhead, right? Because you have all these headers and things that we don't have in, in my building and protocols. So they decided to actually push this the uh, the specification of each of the of the beauty thing of http2 which is the streams into quick into a layer 4 protocol on top of udp so udp is just you know just send a request and then that's it forget about it there is no acknowledgement there is no flow control there's nothing so we're going to build this on the application layer the application happened to be now the network layer so it's a very very powerful thing so now I can, I can technically build a database that uses Quick and it's very, very powerful. Especially, guys, think about this. Nobody talks about this stuff. If I have a reverse proxy and, and, uh, or just any application and that application tries to connect to a database, what do we do today? We do this thing that's called connection pooling. Establish many connections and, and send multiple SQL on different connection, right? Because we cannot send two SQL from two users on the same connection at the same time because we don't... Same problem. You don't, you don't know which re- response come, belongs to which re- request, right? That's the same exact problem. So Quick solves this problem. Just have beautiful one connection and then create streams or channels. RabbitMQ figured this out a long time ago, and they created their own idea of Quake, they called it. I don't believe it's the RabbitMQ. It's the Advanced Message Queue Protocol, AMQP, and has the idea of channels. SSH works exactly the same way. SSH has the idea of channels, which is very similar to Stream. I prefer the word channel is because it just makes more sense because hey, eh, this is a channel. I can send multiple stuff in this channel, and it has nothing to do with the other stuff yet it's in one tcp connection but here we don't have tcp it's just udp so that's the idea of quick so that was a summary of quick uh, obviously this is not i'm not reading what they are saying i'm just telling you from my experience what this is obviously when we move to quick we get a lot of stuff for free there is no this uh, this thing that's called a handshake the tcp handshake which is ACK, and then and then there's the tls because you need to secure stuff so that's another round trip in case of tls 1.3 and two round trips in case of tls 1.2 so all of that stuff just adds latency right so when they move to quick people who built this they are so smart they solved all of that stuff they said okay hey wait a second let's make this secure by default so protocol authentication in case of http2 we talked about that as well Check it out here. There's not longer a problem. Secure by default. So if the first request you send is the send, and it is also the establishment of connection, and it is also the Diffie-Hellman parameter keys and and, and my uh, extensions, my TLS extension, and everything. So it does everything in one single round trip. And not only that, if the the the, the smart engineers are working on this. There is something called zero RTT in quick and also in TLS but it allows you to don't have to don't have any round trips just immediately if you have prior knowledge with the server a prior handshake established you can renegotiate that with, and send data immediately in the first Request that is so powerful, guys. That is so powerful, especially uh, when when you're moving from one connection to another connection, right? Let's say you you, you're driving out of the garage, and that 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 connection is uh, being dropped Wi-Fi to four G. I see it today, and people didn't solve this yet, I believe, right? If I if I move and I'm watching like a live stream or a YouTube video, it disconnects. Why? Because yeah i think youtube uses quick but it's not zero rtt right because the moment you move out you have to renegotiate the connection and that you feel that disconnect right with zero rtt i believe i might be wrong there you won't have that anymore all right so uh so that was quick guys (laughs) I don't. I don't believe that was quick. I talked a lot <laughs> about that, but you can skip it. I'm gonna add uh, uh, ch- YouTube chapters if you if you if you if you want to jump into the interesting part. But so what Facebook did is like okay, quick is great. We all agree that quick is awesome, right? So how about we actually implement it? So they they said okay, the quick implementation. We're not gonna rely on Google's implementation. That's Facebook. They have the resources. They can do whatever they want. So they said. We're going to build our own quick implementation, and we're going to call it MVFEST. Move fast, I believe that's what it stands for, maybe. And they they built. And this is just following their footsteps of always implementing their own implementations. Proxygen for the HTTP library, uh, uh, Zero Protocol Fez for the TLS library, and uh, the, their CAF, calf can. What was it called? The the. the the reverse proxy it was called something i forgot i there you go it's called catran that's the reverse proxy right so they made their reverse proxy quick aware they made their proxy gene quick aware. they built mv fist as a quick aware protocol yeah. so they built it themselves you might say hussein how can they build something because while it's still being developed quick is not finalized right well they are keeping track of these drafts that's being published i believe there uh there's another 29 drafts or something like that and you can actually find out by going to if you go to google.com right and, and people who is listening uh, I'm, I'm actually opening the dev tools and hopefully this shows up there you go uh, h3q050 that means uh, it's actually draft 50 is, is that right i might be wrong there so yeah Q- q50 that's that's the draft number so it shows you which version of quick they're using okay and um yeah so so they're keeping track of this and they implement these features as they go into the RFC so they have they built this stuff so they want to start deploying this stuff so they deployed it on the back end so they said, hey, if we want to succeed with Quick, we need to test it internally between our services, between microservices. I don't know if Facebook actually call it microservices, but internally between a high bandwidth 10 gigabit network internally, right? Between two services, they talk through this stuff. They started implementing Quick. Because if that didn't work, that's what they said in the, in the article, if that didn't work, I'm, I'm not going to... We're not going to deploy it on the client because there's no way it's going to work on the internet if it didn't work on a 10 gigabit connection. So they did, implemented, and they saw good performance increase. So they said, okay, let's move it to the front end, which is, that's the next step, the Facebook app. So talked about Quick. We talked about implementing Quick on the back end, which was successful. They have to do a lot of work. I'm not, I'm trying, I'm not, trying to minimize the work they did they did a lot of work to to make it work right and and the idea here is that again guys i'm i'm gonna emphasize this again implementing quick on the back end is not easy because there is always in the back end there is a front end and a backend back end all the time because you communicate between a client and a server and the clients should support quick understand quick which is their MV Fast library i believe and the server should also understand quick and if the server also acts like a client, which most reverse proxies, layer seven reverse proxies do, in fact, that client aspect of that server needs to also support quick. That's a lot of work, okay? So the Facebook apps, they said, okay, let's go ahead and implement the Facebook app. They, they divided this, the Facebook app into two parts. They have the dynamic content. They also had the static content. The dynamic content, think about if you, if you use Facebook, I don't know who does anymore, but if you use Facebook, you, you load a Facebook app and then you get a bunch of comments, right? And each comment has this much likes. And not only that, some of the likes are from your friends. So Facebook actually show you, oh, uh, John, John Doe liked and 700 people liked this photo right so this kind of metadata this kind of comments this is lightweight stuff and they do it using graphql we talked about graphql check it out here, right here but graphql in a nutshell if you don't know i like to simplify it as it is a, the this is the ad hoc way of querying a back end on on the front end so so you you're providing a query language an ad hoc query language that can be morphed very easily in the front end instead of hard coding almost or or ossifying your rest api so that it's, it's 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 it satisfies a single use case like hey give me all the users or or give me the user slash seven and when you go user id number seven your rest api just gives you everything right You'll, you might argue that hey hussein i, I built rest apis in my life and i can pass parameters to ask what 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 comes back that's absolutely fine but that's like you're gonna imagine that's that's, that's you you're rewriting what rest api definition means according to roy fieldy uh so so yeah, so REST API is, is great. I talked about the benefits of GraphQL versus REST API. Nothing is perfect, really depends. GraphQL implementation is tough and can, if you don't know what you're doing, you can shoot yourself in the foot, all right? And and I have people from the YouTube community here and, 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 and the channel actually told, tell me that, hey, we implemented GraphQL, but a lot of people in the front end don't know how to use it. So they, they will form random queries that kills the database because they they were going through path that they have no indexes or a path a database execution plan that just kills the database so you need a little little bit more in my opinion if you build a graphql as a front end you need to have back-end knowledge right you can't just randomly implement graphql but that's outside the scope of the video but graphql dynamic content so the response that comes back from graphql is is so small so they say, okay let's start with that because smaller response size um, with quick something something we can handle right because they don't want to deal with large payload large payload with quick means a lot of work in your cpu to assemble those packets to belong to which request and which stream remember we talked about that but that's not free right Quick has expense and people still working on fixing the CPU utilization problem. Facebook seems to figure something out, and I have no idea if they push that knowledge upstream. Because I'm I, I pretty much I'm pretty sure they did, but as as of I think last month, I've, I've listened to a quick presentation from from the people from Cloudflare, Google. People are still working on this stuff. They trying to minimize the CPU usage of Quick, and that's a problem. Why do you might say Hussein? Why do we have CPU problems with it? We had the same problem with HTTP too. Because now with HTTP one one, you take the hunk of string that you get, and that's it. You start from here. That's a string manipulation, and you assemble a little bit packet until you reach I don't know a new line, and that's your end of the body. That so you can clearly very simply identify the end and 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 a, and, a, and a start of a request in a given http request however <laughs> that that also had a problem with http smuggling when it comes to reverse proxies i'm not going to go through it but that was simple nevertheless cpus don't have to do much work to to determine what a request is <laughs> however in 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 uh, HTTP2, we had to do more work because now, guess what? If a packet is arrived, you have to look at the packet deep inspected and look for the stream ID header in that packet. And if that just chopped in half, guess what? You have to wait for all of that stuff to assemble to get a useful information of a packet. And, and I'm not sure if, if an HTTP2 packet or HTTP quick packet fits nicely in a tcp segment or, or a udb segment right that depends on the mtu and other stuff as well so cpu need to do a lot of work to kind of assemble this stuff oh your stream one go to this channel your you stream two go to this packet da, 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 da. start just working and you're building I don't know, arrays and stuff like that it's not, it's not easy anymore right so more work more cpu user so they said okay let's, let's start with the small thing graphql so it started with graphql they said l- they saw little bit good stuff. Let me read this article. However, there were regression. What was most puzzling was that despite Quick was enabled only for dynamic requests, we observed increased error rate for static content downloaded with TCP. They didn't touch static content. They still used TCP and HTTP uh, for dynamic content uh, for static content. The root cause for that would be a common theme that we run into the transition traffic to Quick, and that theme is the Heuristics that we're gonna talk about. It, I believe app logic was changing the type and quantity of request of certain type content based on speed of reliability of request. So this is gonna be a theme. Now we're gonna read it and you see TCP is a different protocol than UDP, which is built built, which is quick is built on. So if you have if you're building quick you have to build flow control you have to build acknowledgement everything that is in tcp you have to build it at a higher level a little bit still layer four but a little bit higher level it's not something that's taken care of by the operating system right that's the application and when you do that there is there's assumptions that have been made for years and years and years when it comes to ccp right i if i if i if I do a flow control TCP, it takes care by the operating systems. Okay, uh, the operating system will say, okay, this is a request, and I send the response, I got the response within uh, 30 milliseconds, so this network is good, so let me send this much request e- extra. So when we move to, to this heuristic, these, these, these just numbers that have almost hard-coded in the app, you move to UDP, and all of a sudden, this explodes because things are faster in UDP because there is no acknowledgment right at the at the operating system level so oh i sent a request and i got a response really quick on these on these packets so less than 100 million requests <laughs> so the app started drastically m in sending insane amount of bandwidth thus actually killing the performance does that make sense that's the problem that they faced here and and if someone reading this from facebook i would love to read more or Or see if I, if I said anything wrong if I, if I missed anything i 'd love to uh, be corrected if I said anything wrong <laughs> so so they they, they started with the uh, dynamic content they they working with dynamic graphql queries and they, they another part of the app started crashing because the whole thing is just one library I believe right It didn 't really uh, differentiate so they fixed that and they move to the static content now that's the next step they move to the static content. That is, is your images your videos uh, things like that right and then because now you are dealing with the larger response sizes <laughs> right this is this is an image i don't know it's a big large image right and then it's a video this is a 4k video or 1080p video so that's a lot of response that comes back so quick is going to spend more cpu usage on this ver- compared to graphql which is like i don't know a few few hundred kilobytes or maybe less <laughs> so that's a problem here they fix that run the same exact problem with the, see, uh, the 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 heuristic thing so they they tweak their heuristics it's okay relax app don't don't freak out right don't freak out when you see like a great performance no, don't don't just send huge number of requests just because your application is is doing great no that there is always you cannot go to infinity there's always a a a cliff after that you start dropping performance in every single thing because there is other constraint that pushing you down whether this is the cpu cores whether the ram other stuff right then they start pushing to to all the content Right. So the quick for all content. So they moved it to, to their actual streaming, uh, live streaming. They moved it to the Facebook gaming and all that stuff. And um, they, they fixed the same thing. Exactly the same. So nothing to talk about here. The same problem. They saw 22% increase. Awesome stuff. But uh, the flow control is the most problem that they faced and the the, the occurring theme, right? And the P99s and the P90s and P95. So a little bit of increased traffic, in my opinion, that's good. This this few, if if you have the the P99s the requests that used to fail like one every I don't know a hundred thousand requests, those are now less, <laughs> which is awesome. So they push it now to Instagram and Instagram here, guys, what they wanted to do is like once they push it to Instagram, they didn't have any problem because most of the problems they already solved with a Facebook app. So moving to Instagram was a piece of cake for them, according to what I'm reading, what I read here. Okay. So I don't believe it was a piece of cake, but now guys, if you're using Facebook, if you're using Instagram, because Instagram is to Facebook, iOS, Android, you're all running quick. And you don't even know. It. What they didn't mention, though, here is: what if my I'm behind a firewall that blocks quick? They didn't mention any of that, anything of that, because uh, let me rephrase that: what if I'm behind a firewall that blocks udb Because udb was was abused, <laughs> right? Because because it's 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 an open channel that you can just send without uh, without me needing to know you, right? So a lot of a lot of protocol blocks UDP, right? If, it, if it's not a DNS request, especially, right? So I don't know what they did with that, right? Do they reverse back to CTP? I know that HTTP 3.0 does that, okay? But they didn't mention that. And obviously there are, the tls over dns they're securing their dns queries now they are also securing their dns queries again they didn't mention which provider they use for their dns server does facebook guys if anybody know does facebook use their own dns provider right because i'd like to know because if, he, if they don't if they do then everything in facebook is secure that that tells me that even if a government wanted to block facebook they can't <laughs> Because well, they, can, they can remove the Facebook uh, Facebook app from their app store, like with, with a court order, maybe. But if I downloaded the Facebook app, right, and an uh, and Android using the unknown sources, or whatever that thing is, right, APK, the first query I'm going to make is what's the IP address of Facebook? And that's encrypted with DOH or D, 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 DOT. Now, apparently, from this article, I didn't know that. Now, guess what? if it's that encrypted, there's no way other than the 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 SNI server name indication which is doesn't exist in QUIC, right? It's always ESNI, I believe in Quick. So there's no way for the firewalls in the middle or the government or the ISP to actually detect where you're going. So they cannot even block that. That's why China blocks uh, TLS one point three and and uh, ESNI China, Russia, I believe they're blocking it right now. I don't know if that uh, if that order got into place, but they're blocking because they're blind. <laughs> With these technologies, they are blind. And quick, definitely they're going to block quick. Definitely. No news about that just because... Uh, I think Facebook is blocked in China, isn't it, right? I'll, I'll be surprised. I, I, I don't know if Facebook is blocked in China. I believe it is now i'm gonna know i need i want to know how it's blocked i'm interested to know how it's because are they harkering all the ip addresses of china of the facebook app (laughs) because because now with this i'll be surprised how the heck does the great firewall of china blocks facebook because it's behind doh behind all that stuff it's it's quick maybe china will say hey f quick we'll just block everything all right guys that's the whole article uh i really enjoyed reading it i'm gonna leave it below for you to read it i'm gonna give um props to matt Joras, and young chi for writing this amazing article um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna post this video in a few few minutes and uh get back to work love you uh stay awesome subscribe for more of these uh, deep inspection of what 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 uh, what what people in the software engineering community is doing that's what i do in this channel i discuss back engineering uh specifically that's my that's what i like to discuss at least in this channel so if you like this stuff subscribe hit that like button and share it with a friend and you can also listen to this on the podcast on hussein slash podcast or just search back engineering so just search my name on any your favorite podcast player should should pop up there appreciate you thank you so much guys i'm gonna see you in the next one you guys stay awesome goodbye